Drunk Dish contains adult language that may not be appropriate for all listeners. Listener discretion is advised. Um, so hello and welcome to Drunk Dish, where three delicious dishes explore food history and get pickled in the process. This is episode number 18. What? Um, yeah, almost 20, which is fucking wild. Crazy. Um, and we're going to be discussing eggnog and rum, maybe, but not monks. <laughs> <laughs> I actually have very little on rum, too. <laughs> oh, okay. That's good, because then when I do... When I do rum at some point in the future. You came up with this topic. I know, I don't remember there must have, why. There must have been a specific article that you saw. Couldn't find it. Couldn't recall it. That like made you think, oh, this will be an interesting right. topic. and Because this was one of the original topics that we came up with back in like February. Right. So. Yeah, yeah I have no idea what the fuck I was thinking. <laughs> um, oh, I'm Melissa, by the way. I'm Amy. And I'm Kate. Yep. That's us. <laughs> Um, now that we've introduced ourselves, every episode we like to ask one food-related question. So, Kate, do you have a question for us tonight? I do. Yay. Um, it's kind of a two, it's kind of two questions, actually. Um, the first one is, should be pretty simple. The first question is, when is it too early for Christmas decorating and or Christmas carols? Melissa and I have been fighting about this already. Been fighting. It was one tweet. (laughs) And... The second question is, um, what is your favorite Christmas cookie? Mm. Mm-hmm. Those are both very really good I questions. I have answers for both of those already. Okay. I can go first. Yeah, you go first. So I'm very big into Halloween, obviously. So not before fucking Halloween. Okay. Well, yes. Just say that right now. I agree with that. The malls around here put Halloween or put Christmas decorations up before Halloween. That's dumb. Like, no. Yeah. No. Now, so I have two different kind of answers because in public, like Christmas music, celebrating the holiday of Christmas, I strongly feel not before Thanksgiving. Okay. So like I personally won't listen to Christmas music until like Black Friday. Okay. Um, I hate that. I'm already hearing it in the mall. I hate that everything in the mall is like Christmas everything. Right. Um. Really, though, like for you to decorate, like that's your own personal space. So you can decorate whenever the fuck you want. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't I don't care. And I did I did tweet at Amy on the Drunk Dish account because I was in Spotify and I like to um, spy (laughs) at what my friends are listening to. It's like one of my favorite things to do. Oh, because if you have it set, like if you haven't gone in and said make it private, you can see what people are listening to, like in real time interesting so, like i always go and i find a lot of new stuff that way so i went in and i saw that she was listening to uh christmas and hollis by run dmc by, by run dmc and i so classic. i screamed it is classic i mean it's it's <laughs> a wonderful song i love it it's definitely on my christmas playlist um but so i i screenshotted it and posted it on twitter and called her out because that was at like the beginning of november mm. yes mm-hmm. yeah and it, it was, was the like, day it was the day out, i think it was like november 1st or 2nd yeah and uh-huh. you're like it's a classic i'm like i'm not arguing that's a classic i'm arguing it's too fucking early to be listening to christmas music now really you can do whatever the fuck you want obviously if she wants to listen to christmas music that's her prerogative i just was being funny by calling her out on it because (laughs) because i believe that it's too early but i know that a lot of people like to listen to christmas music like right away Mm -hmm. like as soon as halloween's over i don't know anybody that does christmas stuff before Right. Halloween. Right, right. But mm-hmm. as soon as Halloween's over, they're like full Christmas all the time. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so, yeah. I mean, to each your own. But this whole decorating and pushing holidays on people before Halloween or even the beginning of November is bullshit. And I mm-hmm. hate it, especially since studies show that it doesn't actually make people shop more. Yeah. Right. 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 But they're like, oh, it's sh- the, the shopping season starts earlier every year. And I'm like, yeah, but you putting shit up doesn't affect it at all. It literally does nothing. Those early shoppers are early shoppers. Right. Like yes. they're not shopping because you put Christmas music on and because you put Christmas decorations right. up. They're right. shopping because they're like freaking pre-planning tryhards. <laughs> <laughs> I shop pretty early, so that's not really fair. Um, 
not because like decorations and shut up. So stop pushing it on people is my thing. I gotcha. I gotcha. I hate that. Um, and then Christmas cookie every year I make um, Greek butter cookies. Oh, yeah. Which are the recipe I got from my Aunt Frances, who she got from her best friend, Mary, who is actually Greek. So like they're an actual Greek recipe. And it's literally just like 8 million pounds of butter mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. confectioner's sugar. Mm-hmm. And then you roll them out and you bake them and then you co- cover them in confectioner's sugar mm-hmm. and they melt in your mouth. They're I don't really good. think I've ever had this cookie, Melissa, yeah. and I'm feeling I'm feeling some feelings. I right usually now. bring them into work. Oh, I usually well, make them for hmm. work. That must be nice um, <laughs> to work with Melissa. Yeah, it is nice. Mm. Ask your husband. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's great actually. Uh-huh. That sounded way more nefarious. If you were, if you came over when it did, it really it. did. <laughs> Ask your husband. It is we're gonna oh, nice yeah, that to work does with sound. Me. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy, I like it. Um, I, I want to steal that recipe. It's really I'll good. Try it's really good. Um, well, you guys will be over in december so i'll have some because a batch is like a million cookies because they're tiny they're like shot glass size i actually use the shot glass to cut them out okay oh they're flat they're like flat yeah they're rolled okay rolled they're like sugar cookies yeah yeah yeah. with an obscene amount of butter they're very crumbly because it's just butter butter. and confectioner sugar Mm -hmm. um don't breathe in when you go to eat one. Yep. Yeah. Uh, that's a rookie mistake. Yep. Mm-hmm. Although this year, because I made a pavlova recently mm. and I had a whole bunch of egg yolks left over because pavlova was like eight egg whites. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and I used, I think, one or two in the curd I made. Mm-hmm. So I had all these egg yolks left over. So I made these um, citrus egg yolk. Oh, you did say that. Sugar the- cookies. And they're really good. And I brought them into work. I brought like 30 of them into mar- work and they were gone by the time I left. <laughs> That day, and my boss actually said that they might even be better than the Greek butter cookies, which Ooh, wow. I do not agree with. Okay. Um, but they are pretty good. But also, like, I'm never going to make them if I, unless I make something that's a meringue again because it's just egg yolks. Right. right yeah, right, you don't right. want to be wasting all those Yeah, like, so parts. unless I'm doing something with the egg whites, the chances of me making them are probably... Greg's like, oh, just make it. Fun. I'll make egg white omelets. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay. So always, you can always make an egg, uh, yeah. egg but, white omelet. But yeah, so Greek butter cookies, everybody goes nuts for. Nice. Um, my cousin actually said that I better be bringing them to Christmas this year, and I'm like, you have the recipe. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's different though. Like there's some, you know, it's di- it's it's one of those things. Like everybody has a recipe for, you know, chocolate chip cookies, but my aunt makes the best chocolate like no i know but like she's made them right right and they're the same yeah her (laughs) mother is the one that taught us how to make them (laughs) like but anyways yeah that's my answers i like it nice so i'm gonna answer the cookie one first okay that to stay somewhat on topic and connect to what melissa Mm -hmm. said there's uh every uh week of thanksgiving usually it's either the day before or the day after depending on whether or not i'm working in retail that particular Mm, year mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um i have a cookie day with my kids where we just bake cookies all day and i make um molasses gingerbread cookies i make sugar cookies and then i make peanut butter blossoms and i like to make the molasses gingerbread cookies and the sugar cookies because i really love decorating Cookies. Oh, I okay. hate that. I hate it. I love it so I, much. I think I'm bad at it, so I just get annoyed and I'm like, I just want to fucking eat them. Well, I I am quite good at it. Yeah, no. Cool. So if you're good at it and also you have children that will enjoy decorating, then I mean, yes. yeah. I normally have to buy like eyeball sprinkles and stuff because they always want to make theirs spooky, <laughs> which I, yes. I support. support. Yes. Oh my God, precious little goblins. Yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I love I love decorating the cookies. So I like okay. those too. And then peanut butter blossoms are something like from my childhood. I made them with my mother okay. every holiday season growing what, up. What is a peanut butter blossom? It's is a peanut the- butter cookie that's rolled in uh, granulated sugar. Oh, okay. And you yeah, bake yeah. them in the oven. And then right when you take them out of the oven, you take a Hershey kiss yes. and you plant okay. them in the center. Those so are- it gets all melty mm-hmm. those yeah. are those yeah. are top top Ooh, notch. not a yeah. huge fan of them oh. but not because of the way amy makes them i'm sure just, hers are just delicious in general. It's just too much chocolate in the middle for me i'm not like a cho- i'm not a huge chocolate person mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. but i can definitely I see the appeal yeah yeah for sure and yeah. they always look so fancy too even though it's like you just stop you just stuck a hershey kiss yeah or whatever in the middle like the but it the but edges it looks, bulge up nicely yeah it looks and, so yeah. fancy it looks like those like jam cookies mm-hmm. oh yeah like you did mm-hmm. something mm-hmm. jam thumbprint cookies yep, or whatever yep, yep. but with chocolate yep which i think everyone approves of nice true i like yes. it yeah so those are my three favorite cookies and then i 
like I am not opposite of Melissa because I also believe that like Halloween is its own sacred holiday and you should not you it's know, the best crunch. holiday. Yeah, I, I tried to convince Greg for us to combine, like, make Halloween our Christmas and get a tree and everything, make it spooky. But he said no. That's amazing. Yeah, it's a great idea. I, I don't once, know why he poo pooed. I it. once stayed at a bed and breakfast that had a Christmas tree up year round, but they just decorated it differently for each season. <gasps> oh. So, like at Easter time, they had to decorate for Easter for Halloween. It was like a real? Was it like a real tree? No. It was oh, a, it was. I a, thought maybe it was like a planted. No, it was tree. an artificial tree. It oh. was like in their parlor. It was like a 1700s house that been converted into a bed and breakfast Ooh, yeah it was pretty right. nifty but anyway but, sorry i, I no, keep so, interrupting you that's fine so i'm used to it um <laughs> accurate so every november 1st usually i like pull out all the decorations i didn't this year because i am living on the millennial dream and staying with my parents right now <laughs> you got a lot of shit going on i don't know I, that decorating is your top priority yes. um but my mom my mom and my dad always decorated the on um, the day after thanksgiving yeah So um, I started decorating very early um, when I had kids, partially because I have like sad stuff that that Christmas brings up. So like it's really easy for me to enjoy the holiday in November. It's not easy Uh, for me to enjoy it on Christmas. Wow. Well, I know. I feel like a piece of shit. (laughs) So thanks, Melissa. Amy was your PTSD making you listen to Christmas music at the beginning of November. (laughs) Oh, it is? Oh. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Fuck. All yeah. Right. So, so that's that's my answer. Oh my I understand it annoys people to listen to it early. I get it. But again, like, if you're not pushing it on anybody, you do what you I was want. playing it in our shop because we have a shop. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. You disagree with me. That It's not the first time and it won't not be the, the last. Time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. I fi- I'm predicting that Kate is an early oh god Christmas music listener. The yes. earlier, the better. Yes. Okay, <laughs> continue. Uh, yeah, I've been searching for the radio station because I'm also so I'm kind of weird. Like I'm old, so I remember watching Christmas movies with the commercials and yes. listening to Christmas music on the radio, mm-hmm. and it's a completely different experience. Um, watching things that way or listening to things that way. It's yeah. the same thing as like actually listening to an entire record start to finish the way mm-hmm. that it's... It, right, where you can't like skip around right. or whatever. So it's just... The song a, that's on is what's on. And the song that follows it is the song that the artist intended to follow it. It's a, It's just a whole different thing. So like I will still watch the specials like Rudolph and mm-hmm. all that on TV. I mean, I watch mm-hmm. them pretty much nonstop um, all of <laughs> December anyway. <laughs> But like when they're on TV, I enjoy the actually the the commercials where the where I'm used to the commercials yeah. being from when you're a kid. So the same thing with Christmas music on the radio. I have been searching like nonstop since November first because for the last three or four years on November first there were at least two radio stations mm-hmm. that started playing Christmas music. Mm. Um, I've only been able to find one and it's out of Worcester, so I can only Worcester. get it every once in a while, like depending <laughs> where I'm driving. Uh, oh yeah, no, Christmas music has been on full full rotation. You know you at have my house. A, a phone, right? Oh no, I okay. on the, on the like, Spotify I have you, like four different. Spotify. Yeah, I have, like you know you have literally almost all music oh yeah at your fingertips for sure yeah yeah yeah. so like uh i have like i think four different christmas playlists on the can you explain why you have four different ones yeah i can so one of them is specifically for like when i have um my family over like for cookie making day or whatever that's a totally different christmas mood sure than when it's two o'clock in the morning and I'm wrapping presents all by myself and that's a totally different Christmas So you mood. have a two o'clock in the morning wrapping presents by myself playlist? Yeah. Is it called that? Y- yeah. Please, we have to share it. <laughs> yes. Also, I don't think I don't think I follow you on Spotify. This is a we huge should, blind we spot. We should set up a drunk dish Spotify I, account. I was, well, so you have to pay for Spotify though. Not, you can get the free version. Oh, I don't know. I've never had the free version. Oh, yeah, there's I've, a free version. I was going to just make a Drunk Dish Christmas playlist oh. and share that out. We but, could, yeah, I mean, we, we could also, s- well, offline. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> we'll connect on that later. Yeah. 
So, I love it when you use corpse speak on me. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah. I'm um, trying to think about the other. It's I, amazing. I think there's one that's specifically like Christmas favorite and it says favorite in like uh-huh. bold. Mm-hmm. And, then, and then my husband put together one that was just like all the Christmas music that he could find one day. And I was just like, Ugh, I have to skip through all of this. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. like, you know, sometimes your mood is Bing Crosby and sometimes sure. your mood is... Sometimes you want classics. Sometimes yeah. you want a little modern. Sometimes you want instrumental. Sometimes, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. So it's, it's it's a totally totally different thing. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Er- the earlier the better. Um, pretty much everything. That being said, I will agree with. So I've worked in um, crap big box craft retail for a long, long, long time. And you want to talk about an industry that pushes Christmas mm. early? Um, most of those big box stores will put up their like Christmas tree forest. No, but yeah, I understand the crafters need their stuff. I was going to say, for that, for that, I understand walking into like a My- Michaels or an sure. AC Moore or whatever and seeing yeah. holiday stuff because it's like crafters got to craft. crafting it, it's one thing. But when it's still the decorating stuff, mm, it's the, yeah. you know, or the wrapping stuff. Yeah. I feel like, like Michaels Halloween stuff was out for like two weeks. It was really short this year. Yeah. It was really short. And they have had some great oh stuff this year. Oh my God, so year, much good stuff. Yeah. So, um, yeah, the earlier the better. I'll, I will l- watch Christmas movies in July. Like, mm-hmm. I don't, it's. Uh, I mean, you can enjoy a good movie anytime. Like, I, I consider Die Hard a Christmas movie, but oh, I've definitely watched it not during Christmas. But I mean, like, I think like White Mickey's Christmas. Christmas or yeah, White Christmas. Yeah, or, yeah, I don't know that I would watch. White Christmas is really long. Can we just say that? I think it's perfect. It's, it's so, so wonderful. long. It's I've won a contest so before on White Christmas. There are parts of it trivia. that I love, but then there are parts of it that I'm like, this is too long. Rosemary no. Clooney is yeah. a treasure. Oh, for sure. 100%. And the other actress who can't sing at all, but was just super skinny and a dancer. And yeah, y- yeah just like has the most amazing feet in the entire like yeah her tap oh, oh yeah God. so fat it's because she weighs nothing well she's yes. just like floating she on air itty yeah. bitty yeah mm-hmm. white christmas sidebar over okay um <laughs> <laughs> might not be the last one um and favorite christmas cookie so um my family makes these molasses cookies that are amazing i don't make them but my mom makes them and my don't you not really like molasses? So Wasn't that the barbecue funny. sauce thing? I don't know because I love these molasses cookies, oh, okay. but I only will eat like one of them. It's you like, can't really taste the molasses in They're mostly gingery, usually. right? Yeah. Like it's like really gingery. So and then I go back and forth about whether I love like them better when they're chewy or when they're crispy because I think there's it's two For totally sure. different. One's like a snap and one's like yeah, a chewy. Yeah, but it's the yeah. same recipe. It just depends how whether how you, you cook it and everything. Yeah. yeah. So um, those are always great, but again, just one of them. But we make these things called pecan puffs, which um, they're kind of like, I believe they're like Russian tea cakes. If you, mm-hmm. if you know what a Russian tea cake just sort of generally is, it's basically like a shortbread cookie with a shitload of pecans added to it. Nice. Um, and it's rolled into a little ball as opposed to laid out flat. So it's mm-hmm. rolled into a little ball and you cook it. And a lot like your cookies, it sounds like they're very crumbly because it's a ton of butter. Mm-hmm. Um, when they come out of the oven and they're still like make your fingers burn hot, you roll them in confectioner sugar and they're just like they're tiny and they're delicious. And yeah, yeah don't breathe in because you'll like choke on them. And I feel like every country has like a version of that cookie. Because yeah. like Mexican wedding cookies are also very similar to the Greek mm-hmm. butter cookies. Okay. Yeah. And very similar to what it sounds like yours are. I feel like every country has like a version of that butter Probably. Cookie I mean, that's really crumbly and is basically just covered in confectioner sugar. And it's just Probably because like it's amazing. Heaven. Yeah. So everybody yeah. just ends up Makes, inventing it at some point. Right, right, yeah. right, right. They're like, okay, what are the four best things that we could possibly put together yeah. and cook? Here we go. Yeah. And butter is obviously number one. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that's that's my, those are my. All butter, favorite. no racism. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> So that's good. That was a good question. Thanks. Yeah. We have another Christmas episode. I can't imagine what you're going to ask us for the other Christmas episode. Those are good ones, too. <laughs> nice. Ah, shit. I meant to bring Advent calendars to oh, eat. Oh, man. <laughs> eh, it's all right. 
We, you, didn't, you didn't want to gorge yourself on waxy chocolate? No. I really don't. <laughs> also, that's not this episode. So, so Melissa, yes. tell us, what will we be drinking? So we are drinking a controversial beverage this evening. Dun, dun, dun. Oh. Eggnog. And you, did you, is it store-bought or homemade? No, eggnog? I homemade it. Oh, I homemade I, it. I homemade it. <laughs> I've never had homemade eggnog. Uh, I'm worried. Neither have it's I. It's not near as sweet as when you buy it from the store. Yeah. But also, like, I remember making it when I was a kid and putting, like, a whole cup of sugar in it. And this mm. has, like, barely a half a cup of sugar in it. Mm. So we'll see. It also didn't have any vanilla in it, but I added vanilla. Good call. Okay. Always a so, good call. So um, this is the recipe from Alton Brown. Well, it can't be wrong if it's from Alton. Um, he's but kind of wrong as a person. Yeah, um, there's a lot of things wrong with yeah, Alton Yeah, he's turned into kind of like a crazy He only right-wing. tweets pictures of post-it notes because he's yes, afraid so that knowing. people will steal his words. So when he wants to tweet something, he writes it on a post-it note and then takes a picture of it and then tweets that. We should do a whole episode on Food Network personalities and where are they now? I mean, oh. there are a lot of Food Network uh, personalities on our scandals list but that's we can true. definitely break them away from that because i feel like that's not really a topic that we're going to be going back to that often mm-hmm. um just because most of them are just like this dude sexually harassed a bunch mm-hmm. of people and is homophobic mm-hmm. like that's like every single End one of episode right um alton <laughs> brown kind of got crazy it's like he lost a bunch mm-hmm. of weight and was like i'm part of the elite now or something it's oh, very strange that is very yeah. strange but he is a genius um so this recipe um is four egg yolks um it calls for a third cup of sugar plus one tablespoon i put in like a little bit more than that uh one point of whole milk one cup of heavy cream um and then this called for three ounces of bourbon but i swapped that out for rum okay uh freshly grated nutmeg which i could not fucking find anywhere Mm. greg and i went to three different stores today trying to find whole whole nutmeg really yeah could not find it the only place that even had a spot for it was target and it was out I ordered it's, I, well, it's the yeah. weekend before. Oh, thing. no, I know. But like even previously when I've gone to buy, yeah. that's why I don't have any whole nutmeg because every time I go to buy some, I can't find it. Like Whole Foods didn't have it. That's wow. Whole that's Foods had very surprising. the beer, which is like a spice that nobody even fucking knows what yeah. it is, but they yeah. didn't have whole nutmeg. So I ordered some online. But anyway, so it's just regular grated, grated. nutmeg. Mm-hmm. Um, and then four egg whites. Um. So essentially, I'm going to start like reading the directions for the drinks on the show. This is the thing I'm doing now. Yeah. Okay. Um, so in the bowl of a stand mixer, you beat the egg yolks until they lighten in color. And then you gradually add in the one third cup of sugar and continue to beat until it is completely dissolved. Then you add the milk, cream, bourbon, or in this case, rum and nutmeg and stir to combine. Then you place the egg whites in the bowl of a stand mixer. Make sure if you're using the same stand mixer that you completely wash out the bowl and completely wash the whisk otherwise the egg whites won't Won't whisk up if there's any like oil or egg yolk they just won't um get soft and fluffy at all Mm. um so you beat that to soft peaks and then with the mixer still running you gradually add in the one tablespoon of sugar and beat until stiff peaks form and then you whisk the egg whites into the other eggnog mixture chill and serve okay um so this is somewhat controversial because this isn't a cooked egg i was just gonna say that um when i was a kid i never made cooked eggnog we never cooked it so i was like very confused when i was looking up recipes and a bunch were like cooked so alton brown for this uh recipe he has those instructions and then he says for cooked eggnog follow these so he gives both options um so the reason behind cooking Eggnog is for, like, safety because, like, raw eggs or whatever, but it's not really necessary, especially in the states where all eggs are pasteurized. Mm-hmm. Um, it honestly seems unnecessary. I mean, you guys drank a drink two episodes ago with raw egg in it, and you guys are fine. We had whiskey sours. That's raw egg. Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah. Kate's like, I don't remember. Yeah, no. the foam <laughs> The foam is made of egg. So, egg whites. Sure. Right. Okay. But also, if you have carbonara, that's not cooked yolk. It's just barely heated yolk. If you have a sunny, if you have a fried egg. No, it's true. Where the yolk mm-hmm. is runny. Yep. That's not cooked mm-hmm. enough to kill freaking salmonella if there's salmonella in there. Um, so, like, honestly, I don't care. Also, um, I'm not a, plus, a pussy, and neither are you guys. So Wow. We're, so we're drinking um, raw eggnog tonight. Okay. <laughs> I feel feelings. Greg asked me, he goes, are you going to tell them? That it's raw. And I said, yeah. And he goes, before or after they drink it? And I was like, (laughs) well, I'm going to tell them before. I want you guys to know what you're drinking. But like, 
It's fine. Yeah. No, I don't have I don't have feelings about the eggnog. I have feelings about your word choice. Oh, pussy? Because yes. pussies are wonderful and powerful? Yes. I agree. Yes. It was poor word choice on my part. We're not dicks. So we're testies. We're, we're not testies. So we're drinking. <laughs> we're going to use that from now on. Um, so we're not drinking cooked eggnog. Okay. Um, so we're going to take a break so I can just kind of like mix it because I made it earlier, but I just got to kind of like give it a little whisk to mix it back up. Um, and we're actually going to have another promo this episode for oh, a podcast. Cool. Um, so it's going to be for the booze and spirits part Ooh. podcast, um, which is really fun. It's um, Bailey and Vanessa and they talk haunted happenings with a drunken twist. Nice. Um, so they make they make drinks to go along with like each episode and they tell scary ghost stories and stuff. So um, go check them out and we will be right back cool hey did you know that in the original bloody mary ritual you had to walk backwards up a flight of stairs oh really no i didn't know that yeah and the purpose was to catch a glimpse of your future husband's face really i wish i could find my future husband that easily honestly all i really want to do now is drink a bloody mary well how about we go make some bloody marys while you tell me more fun facts about bloody mary Join us every week at Booze and Spirits, where we make our favorite drinks and tell each other our favorite paranormal stories. Find us under Booze and Spirits on Spotify, Google Play, iTunes, and Podbean. And follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Booze and Spirits. <laughs> I got it, guys. And we're back and we have delivered drinks. Woo. So we're going to cheers. Uh, Merry Christmas, kind of, because this will come out in December. Ooh, that, was, that was a hearty cheers. Yes, it was. Oh, it's so weird, but it's so good. I love it. Amy it does not weird. look like she loves it. I can't decide. It's very nutmeggy. Yeah, I like that. And I put in less nutmeg than it called for. I love that, yeah. actually. I do not like eggnog at all. Like, huh. I feel like um, that's really light, like really. Yeah. I think because you whisk, you fluff it all up. Yeah. Because you whisk in the egg whites when it they're really stiff peaks. It's very nutmeggy. Yeah. And I put in less nutmeg than it called for. Anyways, Good moving job. on. Unless Amy has something pressing she would like to say. I just had a question. Oh, yeah. I know you don't like eggnog. I do not. But do you have a favorite brand, store brand? I mean, I get or? I get soy holiday oh, nog. Right. Um, generally, the store brands of regular eggnog are way too sweet for me. Like, yeah. they're sickly sweet. I never get through a carton. Plus, the milk is just not good mm. for the old digestive system. Mm. Um, Holiday Nog doesn't make me sick, and it's not as sweet. I haven't tried that. But it's not like, like, this is better. Yeah. But that's delicious. So what did you say? You It's rum as opposed to, it's supposed to have bourbon in it? Yeah. And is it spiced rum or like? um, It's Pusser's, the okay. navy rum. Oh, okay. nice. So it's dark rum, yeah. Okay. So moving on. Mm-hmm. So I do have some eggnog facts. Since Share. Amy is talking about eggnog today, I can't do like a history of eggnog because that's kind of what Amy's doing, I assume. I don't actually know. Um, so I just have some facts from around the internet. Um, <laughs> the best place to get from facts, the kids. World Wide Web. Um, <laughs> so uh, a bunch of these two come from Mental Floss. I found like a good list or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, so George Washington was a big fan of eggnog uh, and he had a super boozy eggnog recipe oh um so he really enjoyed uh serving eggnog during christmas at mount vernon and according to the old farmer's almanac it was one of his favorite concoctions the recipe continues to circulate widely today even though washington forgot to include the number of eggs needed um (laughs) so here it is in his exact words uh one quart cream one quart milk one dozen tablespoon sugar one pint of brandy Half pint of rye whiskey, Jesus. half pint of Jamaica rum. That shit will knock you on your ass. <laughs> One quarter pint <laughs> sherry. Ooh. Mix liquor first, then separate yolks and whites of eggs. Add sugar to beaten yolks. Mix well. Add milk and cream, slowly beating. Beat whites of eggs until stiff and fold slowly into mixture. Let set in cool place for several days. Taste frequently. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Yeah. <clears throat> um. Dwight Eisenhower was also a proponent of boozy nog. Um, one of the 34th president's favorite ways to de-stress was to cook, according to the National Journal. By the time he left office, Dwight Eisenhower had concocted a hearty collection of recipes chronicled in his post-presidential papers. 
Um, there was his famous vegetable soup and beef stew, warm hush puppies, and lemon chiffon pie, but nothing could get you drunk faster than Ike's eggnog. <laughs> um, Ike's recipe calls for one dozen egg yolks, one pound of granulated sugar, one Jeez. quart of bourbon, one quart of coffee cream, uh, which says half and half. I don't, I, I assume that just means Creamer. half and half. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And one quart of whipping cream. Uh, National Journal whipped up some of Ike's eggnog and found it a very alcoholic, surprisingly light and creamy in density, not in richness or calories, nog. (laughs) Um, This I actually remember. When Starbucks removed the eggnog latte from its holiday menu, there was a flurry of complaints. Um, So they have an eggnog latte, which I actually used to get. But I get all my drinks from Starbucks with soy. Mm -hmm. So like I would go in and I would order and I'd say with soy and they'd be like, well, it's got egg, it's eggnog, so like it's still got a lot of milk in it, even if we use soy. And I'm like, yeah, 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 it's fine. And then I actually like saw them making it, and literally they just make a latte and then they just pour straight eggnog into it. <laughs> so like they weren't kidding when they're like, oh, we just put eggnog. And I'm like, yeah, you use like eggnog syrup Flavor. or something. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, 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 no, yeah. they just straight up put eggnog in it. Um, so in 2014, Starbucks <laughs> dropped the eggnog latte from its offerings. According to USA Today, there was immediate customer backlash. The coffee kingpin will bring back its seasonal eggnog latte nationwide this month after a customer revolt spread from letters to phone <laughs> calls to social media. Reporter Bruce Horowitz wrote, it had dropped the beverage, a seasonal offering since 1986, to try to simplify its expanding menu. Starbucks even issued an apology. We made a mistake, said the <laughs> spokeswoman Linda Mills. We are very sorry. <laughs> wow. Um, Puerto Rico has its own holiday drink that's similar to eggnog. Um, now, I meant to look up how to pronounce this, um, and I didn't, but also people at my work have made it. So, like, I know of its existence, but I don't know how to pronounce it. I believe it's Coquito. Okay. Um, so Coquito is a traditional Puerto Rican Christmas drink, and it's typically made with coconut milk, rum, nutmeg, cinnamon, and depending on the chef, sometimes condensed milk mm. and sometimes egg yolks. Um, the Museo del Barrio in New York City hosts a popular annual Coquito Masters contest during the holiday season. Mm. Um, so it's pretty cool. It's it's very, very similar to like eggnog. Um, it is important to chug eggnog with caution. Even the non-alcoholic kind. In 2014, Ryan Roche of Lehi, 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 Utah, uh, officially became Utah man hospitalized after chugging eggnog. Mm. Roche's story of eggnog chugging gone awry became national news, all because he decided to engage in an alcohol-free eggnog chugging contest as part of an office holiday party. According to BuzzFeed News, where you should get all of your your news. news. Uh, Roche was on his way out the door when he heard his boss yell, Roche, get up here. Roche then chugged a whole quart of eggnog in 12 seconds flat. I just opened up the carton and pretty much poured it down my throat, Roche told reporter. I didn't take a breath of air. Roche left the party coughing, but he figured he would soon be fine. Instead, ended up in in the hospital where he spent a day in the intensive care unit and another two days in recovery. Does he get workers' comp for that? I don't. I mean, his boss didn't make him (laughs) do it. The doctors determined Roche had inhaled some of the eggnog and he was given antibiotics. Uh, So, like, I think it wasn't that he drank it. It was that he breathed breathed it in in. while he was drinking it so it must have been like in his lungs oh god got that nog lung nog lung (laughs) um (laughs) that's hardcore yeah (laughs) eggnog is sometimes referred to as a hell's angel in stella gibbons 1932 novel cold comfort farm one of the main characters makes a beverage called the hell's angel consisting of one egg one teaspoon of cream two ounces of brandy and some ice Hmm. uh also december 24th is national eggnog day Oh, that. I, I didn't like it. That's it. That's wow. all I got. Very nice. So it's on to Amy, who's literally only taken like a sip of her. Her I, no, I drink more than a sip. It tastes really, really good. But I'm very paranoid that I'm gonna have tummy troubles. I meant I to pick up. I meant more. to pick up lactate before tonight, <laughs> and just make us all take lactate Free. because there's a chance because we're recording two episodes tonight that I might shit my pants during the second episode. <laughs> Oh, God. She just downed it. It's so frothy. It, it is. so frothy. Yeah. My oh, sister my loves eggnog. I might have to. Mm. 
Yeah, I might have it's to. It's really good. So that was good. Wow. All right. Nice. So we know pretty much what eggnog is, but just if, for those of <laughs> us who are listening and maybe don't know what it is. Uh, Even though I just gave them a recipe. I know. <laughs> they skip they skip through my part. They go, when's Amy speaking? Just hitting that 30 second skip button over and over again. No, nope, Melissa's still talking. I have to stick to my script no, or I good. get you're, I'm not. I'm not making fun of you. I'm making fun of our like two fans. <laughs> We're up to two now. Yeah. Progress. We love you two fans. We oh, love you. Yeah. So you. What, what alcohol is in this again? Rum. Rum. Okay. So <laughs> it's working. Uh, <laughs> okay. Hold on. Sidebar. So I want to do something that's really disgusting. Oh, God. So when I was in Ireland with my family, um, one of the days we were in the hotel we were staying in, I think it was in Killarney. Might have been Kilkenny. I get those two mixed up. But anyways, it was in some town um, over by the Ring of Kerry. And we were like, it was like the middle of the day and we were just drinking and whatever. And we were fucking trashed. And my aunt, who was like 67 at the time or something, was also trashed. <laughs> and she had gotten a little thing of ice cream and she had also gotten a margarita. Oh, no. Now, I have picture evidence of this. <laughs> I don't know what. I don't remember how it happened. But at some point, she decided that to... To get the rest of the melted ice cream and get the last bits of her I margarita that she going. would mix them together. Mm. So she just dumped the rest of her ice cream into her margarita glass. Are you considering and just drank it? Doing that with wine, right? Yes. Now? I'm considering putting <laughs> the wine into my foamy Because the foam is so delicious. glass. You should definitely do that. Do it. I'm doing it. You uh keep going. Keep going ignore you oh my god so the eggnog we drank tonight <laughs> was delicious um you can actually make eggnog with brandy or rum or even whiskey too i'm ignoring you it's not bad i mean it probably yeah it's i fine. can imagine it would be bad it's fine we gave francis my aunt francis such a hard time but i mean yeah she might have been on something although tequila is different yeah tequila is a bit different <laughs> um, so the history of eggnog, it was first identified as a holiday beverage back in the 1700s by Americans shortly after the Revolutionary War. Mm. And this is really when it rose to it was, popularity. It was probably because of George Washington, I would guess. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. That dude was a lush. I want to do <laughs> an episode just on him because he has such like a strong relationship with food and booze. Add it, add it to the topic list, I babe. Will. I will. I will. Maybe for his birthday. Ooh. Oh. Yeah. Oh God! This <laughs> <laughs> is burping. No, I'm fine. Everything's fine. <laughs> so originally, like the original versions are way less sweet than modern versions. Just like homemade version is way less yes, sweet than yeah. store bought version, right? Uh, it had much higher alcohol content, as we Woo! learned from you reading George That's Washington's fucking recipe. Rum, yeah, Sh- uh, port or sherry. Mm, yep. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, like what was the other whiskey? Yeah, there was another one. There were four different whole, types of booze in it. If it wasn't right for George Washington being a complete lush, the Revolutionary War would not have happened. I mean, I feel like most people back then were drunk all the time. Yes, because there was not. It's safe medicinal. No water. potable water. <laughs> right. No yeah. potable water, <laughs> which we'll talk about in our next episode. <laughs> but George Washington also would just like open up tabs at at taverns and be like, "Come nice. here, come talk to me, come drink." And oh, then he'd that's convince amazing him to join the with revolution. his terrifying teeth. Yeah. Yep. His wooden teeth. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> it's almost historically is almost always alcoholic. It was used to celebrate cheer and good fortune. Earliest true eggnog was actually from Great Britain, and it was made with brandy. Um, which Brandy, we'll, that was the other one yes. in George Washington's. Uh, which we'll talk about in a little bit. And then it traveled to the uh, across the Atlantic to the U.S. in the early 1700s. Um, because Brandy was super expensive in the colonies, it was subbed out for rum when it came. Thank you. When it Just came it. stateside. And then after the revolution, a variety of other booze types were sub- substituted in for Brandy, including whiskey. And there's two different theories of the origin, like the first eggnog. So the first is um, called a posset. So a posset was a spice mixture of milk and ale that was heated until the milk curdled. Oh. And then eggs were occasionally added to the posset, and this may have eventually led to the development of eggnog. Um, originally, this was all this was created in the 14 or 1500s, and it was a starter drink, meaning it was like it was something that you would mix a, to be an ingredient in a recipe. 
Okay. okay. So okay. it wasn't something that you would, I mean, some people would drink it, but most people would drink it for medicinal purposes or they would create this concoction to then make something else. I out like of it. the use of curdled milk for medicinal purposes. <laughs> I just, that's, a I don't whole, like it. Yeah. This that's is, a whole. this is at a time when we put leeches on people. So we didn't know a lot about I think the human that's body. actually still a thing. Yeah. It's a thing when they um, reconnect. Like fingers and stuff? Yes. To get the blood flow back yes. into the disconnect, they'll put like a leech on it, right? Right. But like... <clears throat> I know not the same use. Right. I'm just saying we still use leeches. Leeches right. are fucking wild. We still use the bark of a willow tree to treat pain, too. That's what aspirin is. But... <laughs> I learned about uh, an illegal um, bean the other day called the Tonka bean because it can be used as a blood thinner. Oh, and, and now I just want to get it, even though technically it's illegal. But you can order it on Amazon, so it's a little weird. Yeah, that's but anyways, a weird. Tonka uh, bean sidebar over. Yep. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> this was this mixture was made in like a saucepan, mm-hmm. and originally this sauce can so, uh, saucepan mm-hmm. was called a posnet, and then edamod. Ed- I can't fucking talk. <laughs> Etymologically, etymologically, was that etymology? Yeah, mm. like etymology, the study of words. Etymologically, <laughs> the study of words. We'll just say that because I'm not sure. Okay, so the word evolved is my point. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm like the study yeah, of like the word. Eptim- etymology, maybe. I don't know. So. It was called the pot was called a posset, and then people started calling it a posset, and then the drinks that you would make in it were called a posset. So kind of like Velcro is actually not the name of the pro- product; it's the name of the company. company but right. we'd all just call Velcro Velcro. And now you owe Velcro like seventy million dollars for saying Velcro on the radio. They're a New Hampshire-based company. Yeah, no, that's true. They gotta what? be happy we're sh- shilling for them. <laughs> Can you not say Velcro? Velcro. Velcro is the name Velcro. of the company. Yeah, not- Velcro. <laughs> Velcro. You know what Barbara Walters taught me when I was well, like 10? Well, what? <laughs> that you could only say penis once on daytime television without being censored. Oh, that's like only saying fuck once in a PG-13 movie. Yeah. She said, she, and she said it too. She said, you can only say penis once. And then the and other- And I'm like, God damn it, motherfucking cunt. That's the one time I could say penis this episode. <laughs> and then she went to say it again and then they beat her out. And I was like, oh. That's amazing. It's a great way Anyways. to illustrate your point. Anyways. <laughs> So, uh, posset sets were like saucepan sets, and they would include like things like a like a bowl, something kind of like a tea kettle, but like was you'd put on the s- stove pot, and like you would cook other stuff in it too. I, I was gonna say, is that the thing yeah. you have pictures of in the drive? Almost yeah, like a double boiler or something. Yeah, yeah it kind of okay. looks like a kettle. Yeah, but it, without a lid. Yes. And so, like, you would, these were like really popular wedding gifts. So instead of getting like wedding china, you'd get like a posset set. So you could start your household. That's why I didn't have a wedding. <laughs> so you could avoid getting possessed? Yes. Okay. Uh, so it was a, these sets were a set of matching saucepans and cookware. Uh, they were symbolic of marriage and matrimony and, and housemaking and things like that. Um, I like how quiet you got when you started talking about that. So yeah, like, yeah, you know, all this bullshit. <laughs> I was going to, I was also uh, going to say, man, 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 I like that. This is going to make another curdled milk joke, but I'm not going to. <laughs> Oh, shit. I just closed my nose. <laughs> Are you going to drink your nog? Uh, You're going to have a sip? I'm just do- I'm doing it slowly. because Well, I don't tastes- want you to get sick. So right, I'll, it tastes really I'll take good. the burden for you. If- I'm sharing a bed with you, Melissa. I don't want you to well, shit yourself in bed. I won't, I won't bed. shit the bed. I'll go to the bathroom. <laughs> you just said you might shit yourself over no, I've never, your second No, I've never episode. actually shit my pants. I've only ever almost shit We've my pants. We've all shit our pants when well, we were babies. Right, but not since I've been an adult person in control of her bowel. I've never shit my pants. I have come close. <laughs> Not that long ago. Kate is losing it. Not that long ago. This is a great conversation. Like-, <laughs> like people are talking about delicious eggnog and we're like, shit. No, like I was sick. I was homesick one day and I was like, oh my God, I have to go to the bathroom. And I jumped up and I ran to the bathroom and I swear to God, I thought for sure that I was not going to fucking make it. Oh, no. I literally texted my boss and I was like, I just almost shit my pants. <laughs> and she was like, that happened to me the other day. And I'm like, we're adults. <laughs> I've never amazing. shit my pants as an adult. Okay. I like that that's I like that that's the the thing that we're proud of. Like <laughs> I I have not shit my pants as an adult. Look, I watch 
a lot of like YouTube channels. Mm-hmm. And then there's a big YouTube like channel company that we watch a lot of episodes from. And those guys talk about how they've shit their pants like all the time. <laughs> like what? constantly. I don't know. Boys are disgusting. Yeah. Oh Kids. God. They are. But anyways, so did you reopen your notes? Yes, <laughs> okay. I got it. Shit my pants sidebar yeah. over. <laughs> um, so the over the years, the usage changed from referring to this kind of like pot set to the actual drink that you would make using the pot set. And then uh, Shakespeare actually made it popular. Uh, so he has in uh, the play Macbeth, um, he uses a posset as a uh, plot device when Lady Macbeth plots to poison guards mm. um, to help her husband out. So I have uh, an excerpt from the play. I'm not going to read it. I was going to, but I'm going to fuck it up if I try to read it. <laughs> I know okay. that. I know okay. that about myself. Okay. So I'll post it. We'll tweet it or some shit. Well, yeah, we'll do something. <laughs> <laughs> So the other possible origin is uh, from another kind of drink called an egg flip, which sounds oh, amazing. Oh, I, no, I love a flip. Yeah. So a flip is like a whole- A whole egg. Like, like in the drink. Yes. Yes. But Sorry. like uh, there's different kinds of flips. So uh, a flip is, uh, it's a drink that's similar to eggnog. It consists of mm-hmm. eggs that were mixed or flipped with spirits, um, but it contained no milk or dairy. So that's the main difference between a posset and an egg flip. I just realized that I say that I love a flip. I've never actually had a flip. <laughs> I just like the idea of it. Okay. And I watched someone on YouTube make a flip beverage the other day. And I was like, oh, I'll try that. So I don't want to mislead people. I've never <laughs> actually tried a flip. <laughs> <laughs> we were going to catch you on that. Uh-huh. Yeah, no, someone would have been like, I think she's lying. Yep. Yeah. So uh, a flip is a class of drinks first identified in the late 1600s in Great Britain, and it was a mixture of sugar, rum, beer, and egg. No. So again, you're not having booze types. Beer. Yeah. Yeah. So in the 1800s, this uh, distinction grew in the bartending community between eggnog and flips. So those terms used to be used interchangeably. But like I said, eggnog has cream. It has dairy yeah. of some sort yeah. in it, right? And it's cooked. Well, well it No. Not necessarily. Oh, yeah. Just curdled. Oh, you're talking about like a- old eggnog? Mm-hmm. The curdled back to the right. curdled well, no, milk that's, thing? That's a posset. Oh, yeah. Right. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. So the posset is cooked. Okay. And then egg flip isn't. So right. the differences between them is posset is cooked, it contains dairy, egg flip not cooked, d- well, generally okay. doesn't contain dairy. Because the egg like emulsifies in the liquid and it yeah. makes it seem creamy. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So um, in the 1800s, a distinction grew. And then this is around the same time, too, that beer is removed from the flip. So modern flips don't use beer. Just the original flips used beer. Good right. choice. I yes. feel like the one that I saw recently on YouTube, he he put a beer float on it. Mm. Oh. Yeah. It was like a flip, but then he just put a light uh, ale on top. And mm. I was like, mm. Mm. weird. Mm. Everybody do this again. We all did it, like in a row. I know, but then you just kept doing it yeah, and making direct eye contact while doing it. That's what makes a joke funny, Amy. Just hammering it over. I'm sure and our over. podcast listeners will appreciate your direct eye contact. Well, you appreciate it. <laughs> so, as you mentioned, George Washington <laughs> served uh, eggnog, uh, and he was the first to serve the beverage during holiday time and really popularize its use in the United States. Um, you already said what his recipe was. Fucking uh, wild. Yeah. <laughs> so which, much booze. So much booze. I kind of want to make it just to see. I feel like I'd die. Yeah. I, I feel like die. we'd all die. Yeah, we'd die. Never, we're not going to make yeah, it. Yeah, we're not going to make it. <laughs> but as I said, too, like the, this drink, early eggnog, was also used as like a, for medicinal purposes, too. So it was used to treat everything from grape to the flu. Um, grape is what... Okay. I was like... <laughs> Uh, Hold uh, on, let me, uh, let me, uh, excuse me. Let me define that. Okay, la grip. Yeah, <laughs> la grip. Uh, grape is is like tummy troubles. Um, okay. So, like for instance, I I didn't know this term until I had kids. So my daughter had colic, and sh- like a lot of times, colic is is a uh, symptom of like having like a food allergy or indigestion or um, like being an exceptionally gassy kid, like where you're, it makes you fussy all the time. Yeah. So in one of the treatments is grape water. Um, I do not know to the day what the fuck is in it, but I gave my kid <laughs> Good parent. You're a great mother. I could I buy mean, it at Target. You, it can't be that bad. 
Gripe water? Yeah, gripe water. Did you look it up to see what was in it? I'm sure I did at the time. It's just been years. Mommy's Bliss gripe water. (laughs) Yeah. That sounds like that sounds like a mommy blog title. Mm -hmm. It says it just contains a mixture of herbs. Like, yeah, that makes sense. Uh, (laughs) Over the counter, relieving colic symptoms in babies, blah, blah, blah. Is an herbal remedy available in liquid form. There are many variations, but most formulas contain a mixture of different herbs, including fennel, ginger, chamomile, licorice, cinnamon, and lemon balm. Hmm. Yeah, so that's fine. Yeah. Whatever. So, but it, so eggnog was like an early treatment for gripe as well as the flu. Not a good move. Yeah. Let's give them milk. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's the booze. The booze will cure everything. Well, I assume they didn't put, oh, was there booze in it? Yeah. But they gave it to babies? Yeah. I mean, people used to rub brandy on babies' gums. Yeah, that's just rubbing it on their grums. Their grums. rubbing it on their gums though that's fine, that's fine. Yeah. I, I, mean, but, I mean adults had grape too hey. like it was just tummy troubles anybody ever seen a drunk baby <laughs> I've seen a drunk baby oh god yeah it's not okay no not okay <laughs> so the popularity of the drink continued to grow uh, and then actually uh, uh, travelers in the 18th century would drink one right before hitting the road so right before traveling sure. so it was like, like a 1700s like emergency or airborne uh, road soda <laughs> yeah. great road soda that's when you take take one like while yeah. you're driving it's illegal it's not legal it's like when you take like a beer yeah Oh, that's or, called a road soda? Or like you'll take vodka and you'll pour it in a water bottle yeah. so nobody can I tell. I feel so innocent right now. I don't know. Yeah. How. You obviously don't know enough alcoholics. You clearly didn't grow up in a teeny tiny town. Oh, I was going to say I definitely grew up with an alcoholic. Oh, no, 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 so no, no, watch no. where you're going. I think it's like a, I think it's like a rednecky town thing. Isn't yeah. It? yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Okay. Um, I do not approve of road soda. Yeah, I Correct. don't either. It's not, no. Drunk Dish right now is taking a hard stance. <laughs> Say no to road sodas. We don't think that you should drink responsibly, but we don't think that you should. Wait, you we don't, don't think <laughs> you should drink responsibly? I don't care what the fuck you do as long as you're in your house. Oh, so you, oh. you're saying you can be irresponsible as long as you're at home. Right. Okay, yeah, I Don't get be irresponsible, like, in the terms of getting in the car. Right. Or being out in public and making an ass of yourself. Do whatever you want at home. Do whatever you want at home. <laughs> Unless you have a small baby that's going to drink the leftover wine that you passed out from drinking. <laughs> this wasn't me, by the fun, way. Fun not fact. me. Not me. Not me. I, yeah. Uh, you can drink alcohol while you're breastfeeding your baby. That's actually the best time to drink alcohol. Wait, like actually while breastfeeding them? Yeah, because it well, yeah, hasn't gone it to hasn't your boob yet. Through, yeah. <laughs> but now like tomorrow or whatever, you're going to be. It's not that long. It's gonna like have two hours. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, good to know. <laughs> yeah. Hashtag never going to be pregnant. So don't matter. <laughs> you don't have to be pregnant to breastfeed. Cis men get a breastfeed. It's weird. The human body's weird. I know. I've heard about men lactating. Yeah, anyone can lactate. But like, but you just need un- the proper stimulus. But enough to, to actually feed another yeah. human? Yeah. Anyone, anyone can lactate. <laughs> Hashtag anyone can lactate. Uh, Poor Kate. (laughs) Okay, so moving on. Things I learned today. Hashtag anyone (laughs) can can lactate. How do you spell lactate? Is it T-A-T-E? I think it's L-A-C-T-A-T-E. T-A-T-E. Okay, anyone can lactate. Oh, God. And also say no to road soda. <laughs> Anyone can lactate, name of our new band. <laughs> say no to road That's sodas. That's the name of the episode, Anybody Can Lactate. <laughs> say no to road soda. First record. Oh, God. It's going to be the first hit single. Or maybe the other way around. I haven't All right, decided where are yet. we? <laughs> the Eggnog Riot of 1826. Oh, the riot. Yes. Yes. So Americans love eggnog so much that it actually <clears throat> caused a riot in 1826 um, in at West Point. So uh, <laughs> those <laughs> boys. Exactly where you would expect a riot to sure. take place about eggnog. Um, so... Every year at West Point, they would serve eggnog. They'd have this huge, like, Christmas festival. Um, And then this new guy came into power, Colonel 
Sylvanus Thayer, which is quite a name. Sylvanus? <laughs> what? What? Oh my God, pull the mic closer to your face. <laughs> She's trying to be all like stealth about it and like just be like. Trying to not stop the episode. I don't understand things. When when I point at the mic and I motion to pull it closer and I'm looking directly at you, it means pull the mic closer to your fucking face. I love you. I love you too. Is this better? I don't know. Sure. It's fine. Okay. Sure. So uh, Colonel Thayer, he decided that he was going to forbid the consumption of eggnog. Now, remember at this time, eggnog always had alcohol in it. So he's essentially being like, Dude, you can't get all rowdy and crunk. Like you can't <laughs> crunk. <laughs> oh, you, you want to get crunked and bake in the hot, hot sun at West Point. At West uh, Point <laughs> at, Chris- at Christmas. Yep. So uh, the cadets decided to smuggle in alcohol from nearby taverns. Yeah. So they traveled across the Hudson River to be sure that they had enough whiskey to get them through the night. Which, like, how much? Like, one. I mean, a bunch of cadets at yeah. West Point. Yeah. A lot I of imagine they can put away a lot of whiskey. Mm. Yeah. So Thayer, like, knew that the cadets were going to disobey him. So he set um, just two officers, which feels like not enough if you know that the cadets are gonna miss yeah and they're gonna be fucking off their tits on whiskey yeah like um so the night uh took a rowdy turn uh broken windows fights uh a lot of hangovers and 19 cadets were expelled uh and west point no longer hosts a large holiday celebration because of this so uh (laughs) the event was, was so wait the riot was just them sneaking whiskey it, them re- yes and then they broke a bunch of shit oh okay they got at west wasted. point so it's now known as the eggnog riot and west point no longer yes. has a christmas celebration because of it i love that they can't celebrate like okay christmas is canceled <laughs> oh we can't cancel christmas we're west point yeah. what the fuck are you gonna do about it and cancel anything you're not gonna join the military oh shit we shouldn't have given them that idea <laughs> <laughs> so there, I had the question of, like, why is it called eggnog? Mm-hmm. Obviously, like, if it's from the egg flip and it's made with eggs, like, that part makes sense. But um, there's a couple theories about that. So some people think that it's called eggnog as, like, a shorthand for um, egg and grog. That's Yeah, that was what I was thinking. I almost did a Greg. Oh, yeah, like, from grog. <laughs> Other people <laughs> theorize. Uh, so it used to be that we didn't have cups and glasses like this. Um, you would actually drink booze from a bowl type. Thing sure. Called yeah. a noggin. Oh, yeah. Okay. That sounds plausible. Yeah. Really and there's plausible. a picture of it. They look kind of like they're they had two handles on either side. Oh, I oh. thought that was also a posset. Yeah. Nope. Oh. Yeah. So that's a noggin. So it had two handles on either side, one for each hand, and then you just like tilt it back. Like picture, picture, uh, like slurping up chicken noodle soup or like the yeah, drinking the bowl with two handles yeah. on each side. There's like soup bowls you can get that have. Yeah. Almost like a little crock bowl, yeah. but the handles are a little bit longer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it's usually for like French onion soup. Yeah. 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 Uh, so that was. I prefer that. I think we should stick with that story. I think noggin is adorable. And I think that right. that's yeah. a much better that story. That makes more sense. It's cute. Yeah. Than grog. Yeah. Um, so that's that's the history of eggnog. I had a couple quick uh tidbits of information about eggnog around the world so it's most popular in the u.s great britain and australia and then it was introduced to trinidad and venezuela in the 1900s as ponche crema uh you talked about puerto rico already Coquito. yeah and then uh mexican eggnog also known as rom pope was developed in Santa Clara, and it differs from regular eggnog in its use of Mexican cinnamon and mm-hmm. rum or grain alcohol. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. And then in Peru, there's a form of eggnog called Biblia con pisco, and it's made with Peruvian pomace brandy, which we drank pisco before, didn't we? You t- pisco, you, yes. Yeah, you yeah. shared information yeah, about it's, that. Yeah, it, um, it was very uh, like tequila Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And then uh, German eggnog is called beer soup, which, <laughs> of course, it is, is perfect. Yeah. Fucking German. Yep. Uh, and it's there's a version of it that's made with white wine, eggs, sugar, cloves, tea. Hey, that's what I made. Yeah. Oh, you didn't <laughs> even know. 
And then um, <laughs> there's another recipe too, like another German recipe too that has uses like lemon juice and like citruses um, and wine and rum combined. So huh. yeah, cool. Yeah, so that's that's what I got about eggnog tonight. I love it. Oh wow, short episode. I know. Very nice. Very nice. Well, I would say that I do not care for eggnog as a general rule. I think it's like too thick and this wasn't that thick this was delicious it was very light but normally yeah, like store-bought eggnog is very thick so the only eggnog that we ever have at my house is like the golden eggnog yeah. one yeah. and that's my favorite because it has the most sugar it's so sweet <laughs> okay. it's like drinking sugar sugar <laughs> so what i will do on christmas morning um is have a special coffee with Maybe some booze in it and mm. eggnog as your creamer. Oh, yeah, that sounds good. As opposed to it's like a Starbucks eggnog latte. Oh yeah, probably except yeah. with alcohol. Except with alcohol, which <clears throat> yeah. is even better. So yeah. that's really delicious. And I, but that's only like this. Right, tiny you're bit. you're really diluting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so that's really de- delicious. But my sister is a huge eggnog fan, so I may need to, I may need to make this. Uh, it's kind of a pain in the ass. Yeah, I mean, it sounds <laughs> be like honest. It sounds like it, but I mean, I have an immersion blend blender, so that, that probably, hand gesture, yeah, was good, was great. Yup, <laughs> um, y'all can imagine what that is. Um, and yeah, I was gonna say, was that. there something? <laughs> yeah. Nope, there nope. was nothing else. That's nothing how Kate else. ends pretty much yep. any story. So- and yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) which is how we're kind of ending this episode yeah and yeah yeah so yeah i guess that's it yeah all right very nice Bye. bye bye Thank you for listening to Drunk Dish. For recipes and more, please visit DrunkDish.com. If you like what you hear, subscribe and leave a review on iTunes or Apple Music. You can also follow us on Twitter at DrunkDishPod and Instagram at DrunkDish. And again, thanks for listening.